your dreams can be your reality. You all, time isn't real. Okay, that is fucking crazy. Spirituality, manifestation, travel, money, entrepreneurship. Welcome to In My Non-Expert Opinion. I'm your host, Chelsea Wright. Hello, hello. Welcome back to In My Non-Expert Opinion. It's your host, Chelsea, and today we are diving right back into a mini episode of this series called the Creative Rebel Series. So I'm dropping just a few mini episodes before the Mastermind starts next Tuesday, November 30th, to really dive deeper into what's going to be talked about in the Mastermind. And the Mastermind, really, if you haven't been watching my Instagram stories or my emails or listening to this podcast, is all about self-expression and really unlocking that creative side of ourselves so that we can start feeling more authentic and not like we have to wear a mask every single time we get online or feel like we have to you know, promote a new offer in our business or anything like that. And I am creating this from something that I wish existed when I got started. I felt like I had so many crazy ideas that I almost felt delusional. And to be honest, like I still do sometimes. And I was like, why is there not a community or a circle or something that I can join each week where it's not necessarily learning how to do X, Y, Z, but just a space to connect and initiate and practice and do things with other people while also working on my self-expression, nervous system regulation, reframing my thoughts. That's what this mastermind is all about. So if you want to join us, you can check out the link in my show notes to find more information or just DM me at Chelsea Rife and we can have a chat to see if this is a fit or not. Like I said, we start November 30th. There are three different payment plans and I am so freaking excited. I've never done anything like this. And again, it's something that I know will help so many people that feel stuck in a rut or like they're paralyzed almost by moving forward with what they want to do, that analysis paralysis, or just feeling like, I can't be my true self. People aren't going to like it. People aren't going to buy from me. People aren't going to understand me. That's what this mastermind is about to overcome all those things. So again, check out the show notes and check out the link to see if this makes sense for you. Okay. So today's mini episode is all about quantum leaping. Now I used to be really, really coach on mindset manifestation last summer, like summer of 2020. I was obsessed with manifestation. It's all I talked about. That's where all my courses were about. A lot of my content was about that. That's everything I consumed. And as I got further into it, I always saw this push to quantum leap. And it kind of became this marketing term of like, oh, if you're stuck where you are now, imagine what working with me would be like. You would quantum leap or take this course, get ready to quantum leap. Listen to this episode. You're going to quantum leap. And I was like, Okay, quantum leap sounds like a big deal because it kind of is, right? I mean, the word quantum itself is signifying something very large. So I am someone that loves to Google definitions and words to see what they actually mean because I truly feel we get so off base from what they mean. So the dictionary definition pulled directly from Google of quantum leap is a huge, often sudden increase or advance in something. Okay, I'm going to repeat that. A huge, often sudden increase or advance in something. So I don't know about you, but that sounds pretty jarring. And often that's because it is. And we see this a lot. We see people quote unquote quantum quantum leap time and time again, and they often crash and burn. 
And I want you to know when this happens, it's not because of bad habits or self-worth problems or, you know, they just could have done better if they would have just tried harder. It has a lot to do with nervous system regulation. So here are some examples. When lottery winners completely burn through their cash and sometimes even end up in a worse position than where they were, like homeless, we've seen that a lot. An influencer going viral and, you know, a TikTok or something takes off and they completely rise to fame, but then they have a breakdown. Uh, they hide and delete their channel. They just stop posting because it's so much all at once. Or maybe it's a coach or a service provider who has a massive launch, yet they blow their money or they cancel the program last minute or sabotage it in some way. That last one I've actually experienced. My very first program was kind of a quantum leap. I was not expecting as many people to sign up as they did. I had 20 people sign up for my first program. I made, I had a five-figure launch. And it's interesting because when you start out, that's what you want, right? You want a lot of people. You want the money. You want the clients. So I thought, well, oh my God, this is amazing. I just quantum leaped. Can't wait. I want to do this every program. But the issue was because I had never experienced that before. It literally was jarring and it was an often sudden increase or advance in something. I had no idea how to handle it. I didn't have the infrastructure ready for that type of program. Like I wasn't ready to manage 20 people. I wasn't ready to serve that many people at that time with my first group program. I don't think I did a bad job at all. I just think I didn't know how to structure things. So I was overloading people with information you know, giving them like 20 different resources, a call, 90 slide PowerPoints. Like it was just so much because I had never experienced that. And then what was interesting was because I had never learned how to manage my money or know a lot about financial literacy, I blew through that money. I couldn't even tell you what I spent it on. I definitely knew I, I, I know I paid off some debt and the rest don't even know. Random stuff in Australia, traveling, drinking, because again, it was a quantum leap and I didn't know how to handle it and I didn't have any practice doing it. So because it was so sudden, it's like, well, yeah, you don't know what you're doing. So you're just doing what you know how to do, which is not really manage money well and not serve that many clients. And so it's hard to sustain. So again, why does this happen? Why do we suddenly get everything that we want just to self-sabotage or panic or destroy it? It really comes down to your nervous system. So I know this term gets thrown around a lot, like nervous system regulation, and maybe this is my Virgo moon and rising. Maybe it's just me coming from a background where I didn't know a lot about this stuff and I see it used so often that I think we all think we're just supposed to know what this stuff means. So I'm going to quickly brief you on what nervous system regulation even is. To start, the nervous system is your body's command center. So it controls your movements, your thoughts, your automatic responses to the world around you. It's in charge of sensory input and info processing, motor skills. Those are all run by the nervous system, which is really cool that you have a center in your body that does all this stuff. So for example, if you um, put your hand on the stove and it signals that you're hot, that it's hot, that's your nervous system being like, danger, danger, get your hand off the stove, something bad is going to happen. That's sensory input. And then info processing, right? Info processing would be like listening to this podcast or watching a movie or reading a book and then maybe even taking action. That's all from your nervous system and how regulated or unregulated it is. So the thing with your nervous system, aka your command center, is that it loves stability. Another word you could use is homeostasis. So basically, any time that you rock the boat, even if it's positive, 
it feels chaotic or disruptive to your nervous system. So here's an example. <coughs> Let's say you're used to getting a biweekly paycheck for the same amount every two weeks. You've become familiar with that number. It's a pay schedule schedule that you're used to. It's how you base all your bills, right? Like when you pay rent, maybe you have things on auto pay and you move it all around based on this biweekly payment schedule. Now let's say it's the holidays and you get a bonus for $1,000 at the end of a year on a random Tuesday. It doesn't come during your biweekly paycheck. It's kind of out of the blue. And although it's a positive thing, right, that is very positive to receive a bonus for $1,000 for the hard work that you've done and have that extra money in your pocket, you'll probably celebrate. It'll probably feel really good. It also could cause a change in your body. So maybe your internal temperature went up when you saw it hit your bank account. Or maybe you got butterflies and you're like, oh my God, what's this bonus? Or maybe you started sweating a little like, wait, is this for me? Like, is this mine? Like, is this supposed to happen? That's because it's different than what you're used to. So your command center, again, your nervous system goes in kind of this alert mode to keep you safe. It all comes down to safety and survival. So back in the day, these alarms would go off when you were in true danger, like fighting a saber tooth tiger. Today, obviously, we do not fight saber-toothed tigers, and I was making a joke that I'm like, well, you know what? I am in Florida. Maybe there are people fighting tigers because that's the kind of world I live in, but we don't have to do that. However, because we're domesticated and we've evolved, our bodies don't know the difference between a saber-toothed tiger and having to slam on your brakes because someone in front of you slammed on their brakes. It just knows that this is danger, and it's trying to keep you safe which is again, really cool. Your nervous system is all designed, your whole body is designed to keep you safe and functioning and sustainable. You're, you would never voluntarily put yourself in a truly dangerous, fatal position. And that's why our nervous system exists to send these signals off. So again, fighting a tiger, overdrafting your bank account, getting a bonus, or having a piece of content go viral, Our bodies and our nervous systems don't actually know the difference. It's just reacting to the situation because remember, it has to do with the environment around us and like reading what's going on, info processing. It just knows that something is different than normal. So what happens is it sends these signals to keep you safe so you can react accordingly. Again, that's why you slam on your brakes if someone walks out in front of you or you take your hand off the stove when you realize the stove is actually still on. It's amazing that our body can do this and keep us safe. Now, what started happening in the online space, especially with business uh, owners and influencers, is this term quantum leap. People started attributing their success to quantum leaping, or they would get a new house and they quantum leaped, or you know they had a huge launch because of a quantum leap. And that phrase sells really well. Right? Humans, we love, especially in America, we love, love, love a fast track, a shortcut, instant gratification. We love that quick hit. So when we hear something like, wait a second, I could just take this six-week course and quantum leap and make six figures in my business, of course I'm going to sign up. You're telling me that I could just leave my horrible job and meet the love of my life and have a mansion and a Lamborghini all within the next three months, if I just, you know, commit to XYZ with this coach, wow, yeah, I want a quantum leap. And again, who doesn't? Who doesn't want to make progress and see their dreams come to life? The issue, though, in my opinion, with this phrase is that it bypasses the very real issue of regulating your nervous system. 
So let's think about this for a second. Okay, I want you to actually reflect on these questions. If you woke up tomorrow with 100,000 new followers, 100 DMs, and 100 emails, would you seriously be ready to handle that? And I'm not saying this from a doubtful perspective. I'm not saying, oh, you think you can do it? That's not where I'm saying that. I want you to genuinely think, do I have the infrastructure? Do I have the customer support? Do I have an email address for people to even email me? Am I, do I have the time in my calendar to actually respond to 100 DMs? Am I going to have time to check them and even read them and respond? 100,000 new followers. Okay, that's, that's a lot of new followers. Am I ready to handle that? And if it's a yes, that's amazing. That means you are coming from a regulated, grounded space and you've thought through this. Question number two, let's say you check your bank account and you just have a million dollars as a direct deposit. A million dollars is just now in your bank account, okay? Do you know how to manage that amount of money? I want you to really think about this. You see a one and six zeros in your bank account. Are you prepared to manage that amount of money? Do you know what you would do with that amount of money? Let's say you do know how to manage your money. Great. Where are you putting that million? How are you splicing it up? What's going to taxes? What's going towards your business? What's going to your personal life? What's going to your savings? What's going to your debt? Do you actually have that mapped out? This is a really good exercise. Actually write out what you would do with a million dollars. Because that's the thing. A lot of us want these things, but we don't have a plan. We want 100,000 followers and a million dollars and 25,000 clients, but we don't think about what's the plan? Do I have the internal infrastructure set up? Do I Am I ready for that? Do I want to be able, you know, responsible for that amount of people or running this program at this pace or whatever the case is? Are you ready for that? Now, third question, what if a massive influencer or celebrity asked you to come on their podcast or go live with them? And I want you to think about a really big celebrity. So when I did this exercise, I'm thinking of like Oprah and Alex Cooper from Call Her Daddy. Let's say Alex DMs me and is like, hey, girl, I've been listening to your podcast. I would love to collaborate with you. Do you want to come on? Okay. Immediately, even seeing Alex's name in my DMs, I'd be like, oh, my God. Okay, this is a big deal. And then I would be like, you know what? I do. I do want to collaborate with her. This is something I've thought about. It's something I really would, I would love to collaborate with her. But am I ready to go live with Alex in front of 2.3 million of her followers? Or am I ready for my message to go out to that many people? Her podcast is like one of the top five in the globe. Am I ready for the amount of DMs, emails, inquiries, whatever the case is, if I go on that podcast? And again, I want to add this quick disclaimer. This is not to doubt you. I know all of us would figure all these things out and make it work. That's a lot of times where, where that phrase like, you know, just throw them in the deep end and you'll figure out how to swim. That's where that comes from. Like, I know if all of a sudden Alex DM me, I would make it work. You know, I would figure it out. The thing is, I would want to prepare and practice. I wouldn't want her to be like, hey, actually, could you do the interview in the next 30 minutes? No, that's me. That would be completely dysregulated for my nervous system or dysregulating. I would be freaking out. I would not even have time to think about what I was going to say. I had no time to really, really decipher like what message I was going to put out there. That would not work for me. So that's what I'm saying. I don't doubt that me and her could collaborate. I would just need more time to prepare and practice. So really, when you kind of zoom out of what nervous system regulation is, it's preparation and practice. 
Same thing with the million dollars in my bank account. If I want to manage a million dollars, you know what I need to learn how to do first? Manage $100, manage $500, manage $5,000, manage $10,000. When I feel comfortable managing five figures, then I feel comfortable managing six figures, then seven figures. So start small and learn to use wherever you're at now as a place of practice and preparation. Because imagine if you take baby steps and you learn how to build and expand and train yourself slowly to be able to handle that level of whatever it is, your power, your energy, your client roster, fame, money, whatever the case is, if you learned how to prepare and build that slowly, it wouldn't feel so overwhelming and dysregulating and then that self-sabotage wouldn't happen. Going back to my example of making almost $10,000 my first launch, you would think, oh, well, great. She just probably figured it out. And from there, she could just take what she learned and apply it to her next course program. Yes, you would think, especially me, who I feel very, very practical and grounded in, in the steps that I take, would figure that out. But because it was such a foreign thing that happened to me, like to make that much money in such a little amount of time. And the first time it was really me making my own money from my creations. That's not what happened. I wasn't like, oh, learning from my mistakes, just moving on to the next program. I actually like shut down. I ended up signing a few private clients after that who also paid me in full. And I was like, I, uh, I'm not ready for this. Like I could see the trajectory and the momentum was like, people are going to keep paying you these high prices and in full, and you're going to make so much money. And because I wasn't used to it, I shut down. I, for probably two or three months, didn't promote myself, didn't put any offers out there. I started kind of freaking out and investing a lot of money in myself, not not even money that I had in cash. I was using my credit card to hire coaches, do courses, because I was like, oh my God, I'm not prepared. Look, Chelsea, you don't even know how to manage money. You don't know how to manage these clients. You have no organization. And here's the thing. I don't think that was necessarily wrong. There were definitely gaps that I needed to fill and learn how to build systems and how to manage my money, et cetera. But I didn't need to be taking like 10 courses at once, which is seriously what I was doing. <laughs> I was in like two memberships, two masterminds, three courses, a one-on-one coach. It was just out of control. And I know that was clearly from an unregulated place. That was me freaking out, trying to get back to a stable baseline to be able to handle that amount of money or that type of launch again. And again, it goes back to, we all think we'd be ready until we get there. And you're like, oh shit, well, I don't know what I'm doing. And sometimes it does work out, right? Sometimes maybe I would have figured it out. Maybe now if I had a $50,000 launch, I would be like, okay, you've been here before. Now let's see what you do. You know, you have more steps in place. But again, I've now given myself a year, literally a year dedicated to learning about money and money management and financial trauma and all these different things. So yeah, if I had a huge launch right now, I actually would feel more prepared. And I've seen the effects of this happening. I had a client pay me the other day in full. I had another client the very next day sign up to work with me one-on-one and in the same day got a client payment who was on a payment plan. So it was like a big cash flow day where I think a year ago I would have flipped out and been like, what do I do with this money? I don't know what to do. But because I've worked so much on regulating my nervous system, I knew exactly what to do. I have a plan. I actually have percentages that go to each thing. I have 10% that goes to one bucket, 20% that goes to another, 60% to another. It's a very regulated plan. And that brings me safety knowing, okay, no matter how much money comes in, whether it's $100 or $1,000 or $10,000, this is the plan. 
And this is what I'm talking about with having a plan and learning how to build and expand accordingly will feel so much better to your nervous system. That's why I work in baby steps. This is why when I work with clients, I'm like, look, if you're trying to quantum leap after call one, I actually am not the coach for you. I think it's better to learn how to build a foundation slowly so you have a rock solid foundation than shooting yourself out to the moon on day one. And then you're like, I don't even know how to be in space, right? I never practiced this. So I want to walk through some different questions that relate back to the ones from before so you can see how it just feels in your body. Okay, I want you to just scan your body and do a body check when I ask these questions. Imagine if you woke up to 300 new followers and 10 10 DMs tomorrow. How would that feel? Again, just notice how your body reacts. Now, let's say you get a bonus of $500. So you open your bank account and there's $500 sitting there just randomly. What would you do with it? How would you manage that $500? How would you react to it? And lastly, let's say there's a peer of yours that asks you to come on their podcast or speak inside their high-level program that is about eight people in it. How would you prepare? So really, the overarching question is, if everything you've ever wanted manifested in your reality tomorrow, would you be ready for it? And I just told you about my experiences where I wasn't ready and what happened. And I can tell you right now, again, if Oprah asked me to come on her podcast or Alex from Call Her Daddy... I don't know that I would be ready for it at that exact moment, which is why I do nervous system regulation work. Okay, so let me walk you through an example of how I would prepare for this. If I got a DM today from Alex Cooper to be on Call Her Daddy, I would ask her, first of all, can we book this in like two weeks? That immediately calms my nervous system down, okay? I need time to prepare. I need time to process this. I need time to think about what I'm going to say. Two weeks gives me enough time to do that. That's what I would first do. That immediately brings my nervous system out of alarm mode into a calmer mode. Then every day, I would think about what I'm going to say on her podcast. I would type up notes. I would collaborate with her. I would send them to her. I would say, hey, what do you think about these topics? Is this what your audience would be down with? Okay, great. Yes. Okay, that also brings me out of alarm mode. Now let me practice some of these things. Let me think about what I'm going to say. At the end, she'll probably ask me, you know, what, where can people get in touch with you or what do you have going on? What am I going to say? Do I have links for that stuff? Do those links work? Are those things even happening? Right? Like this is how you prepare and show your nervous system that things are safe versus if she asked me to come on the next day and I had no idea what I was promoting or what I was saying, it would be a disaster. I wouldn't be ready. I would be freaking out. Then I would also practice meditation journaling, visualizing, breathing. These are all very simple, free things to do to calm your nervous system down. So if I was having any thoughts about myself or any doubts, I would journal about them. I would do meditations around confidence and speaking and energy. I would visualize myself and Alex on the call and what it would feel like to actually be talking to her and visualize her asking these questions. This is nervous system work. So Again, I don't doubt myself. I actually think I would be a great guest on Call Her Daddy, but I need time to prepare and practice, okay? That's what this is all about. Give yourself time to prepare for the big things that are coming so that when they come, you don't self-sabotage them. So Quantum Leap, again, it sounds amazing in theory and in marketing, but it's really hard to sustain it if you don't know how you got there or what it's like to be at that level. That's why I like to think of jumping to chapter 11 or 12 from chapter 10 versus chapter 30. 
Again, learn how to manage $500 before wishing you had $500,000. Practice speaking on your own platform, on your own Instagram live before you have 100,000 followers and a blue check mark. Practice pitching yourself to people's podcasts that are smaller before pitching yourself to be on a mega top rated podcast so that you get that practice. It's like anything. I want you to think of anything in your life that you've nailed it. Most of the time, at some point in time, you had a little bit of practice. I'm thinking of like a dance recital. You practice weekly. You do the routine over and over and over again until it's time for the recital. Oh my gosh, Just this just made me think of that show Cheer. Remember that Cheer, it was so popular on Netflix last year and they ended up winning the competition. And she said, we practice until there's like absolutely not like zero errors. Like I don't take any errors at all. We practice and practice and practice this routine until it's like they could do it in their sleep. They didn't just, they weren't all just naturally gifted cheerleaders that could nail it after a few tries at that competition. They were all naturally gifted and practiced to be able to nail that competition dance. So that's what I'm saying. Like you, if you want to have these huge quantum leaps and big successful things happen to you, practice how it would feel getting there. Practice what it's like to be that type of person before you are that type of person. Because not only will it build incredible courage and confidence, it will feel so much more stable and calm in your nervous system. Again, I want to just say this for like the third or fourth or fifth time. This is not about me doubting you. I don't want people to be like, oh, wow, she doesn't think I could handle $10,000 or 20 clients in my launch or launching a podcast. I 100% believe you can't. That's like half of my work is helping people launch stuff. Literally, my job right now is helping people launch podcasts and work on their mindset to be able to launch. The mastermind I created is to be able to talk through all this stuff so that you can get yourself out in the world. So that is like my whole job right now is helping people build courage and confidence. I want them to be able to do it in a way that's sustainable so that people don't leave working with me or leave my energy field and be like, okay, cool. I had like one kind of, you know, big moment and then that was it. I don't understand. Like I I don't have any baseline. I don't have any reference point for like how to recreate that. That's why I work in baby steps. Okay. So baby steps equal massive success. I know that seems counterintuitive. I know that's not what you want to hear. That doesn't sound sexy. That doesn't sell well. But I can promise you after doing this work for over a year now, the most successful I've been is when I take baby steps and practice. That's why to this day, I have held off on launching group programs until just now doing a larger group program because I needed all year to prepare myself for the depth and the level that we're going to in this program. And now I feel 100% confident and ready to do it. That's why with pitching certain people for the podcast, there were people in the beginning I pitched to that, I mean, I kind of feel like I was delusional pitching to them, but I wasn't pitching to them thinking I couldn't talk to them. And you know why? Because I had the background of broadcast journalism. I took a reporting and hosting class. I used to do sports reporting for my school. I did uh, local newspaper, like local news stuff. I had internships doing broadcast journalism. So I knew how to interview people. So yes, when I launched my podcast on episode 14, Lauren Everett Spostick was on, who at the time had like a million followers and I had maybe, what, 200 downloads. So yeah, that was a little bit out of the, you know, out of what I, that kind of was a quantum leap to me. But when I look back, it's like, well, was it a quantum leap or were you actually prepared because you went to school for that and had years of experience interviewing and reporting? Yeah, I think it was probably that, right? So to recap, When you've been down a path before 
and you can practice that familiarity and that safety and understand how you got there, how you like understanding how the path looks and how to continue to go down it and recreate it. The alarm bells won't sound off. That's what creates familiarity and safety, which your nervous system loves. Your command center, which is what I love to call the nervous system, it loves familiar and safe. So what can you do today that's a baby step that will take you closer to your goals or your dreams, but it's a baby step, okay? Just turning up the volume like 1%. This is the type of stuff we're talking about inside the Creative Rebel Mastermind. There's actually an entire week dedicated to nervous system regulation, and we'll be walking through very practical, tangible ways to regulate yourself. So you're not going to hear just a lecture from me and be like, I don't know what we're doing. We're going to walk away with actual tools, doing actual exercises on the calls, and then having real discussions inside the community with Q&A. So that's why I intentionally made the group small so we can access that internal safety and experience more intimacy. Because that's another thing. I've done group programs where I'm like, oh my God, I love the coach. I love their energy. I'm ready to have a breakthrough and transform. And then the group is like 50 people. I'm like, okay, we're all on Zoom and I don't feel safe just opening up all my insecurities to 50 women. But now let's say I'm in a group with four, five, six women who we're building that familiarity and trust with each other. We're talking for 90 minutes each week. There is just a, a bigger, in my sense, in my opinion, excuse me, a bigger sense of safety with a smaller group, which is why I kept this group small. So there's only going to be eight people total and there's a few spots left, which you, again, you can check out the show notes if you want to join. And I want you to know that this is all about nervous system regulation so that you can unlock your dreams and your creativity. So you can put yourself out there, launch that podcast, start a business, write that poem, create that essay, whatever it is, that's what I want you to work on throughout this mastermind. So in the very beginning, we're going to talk about a project that we want to work on. And here's the thing. I don't want you to think this is a launch program where it's like, oh yeah, you have to launch it by the end of the eight weeks. No, no, no. This is for you to work on it, to show yourself that you're able to work on it and just watch how your body reacts as you start working on things inside of a community of creatives that are also working on something with you. There's a lot of power in creating in a community, and that's exactly why I built this mastermind. So I have a project I'm going to work on myself. Right now, I have a million ideas. I want to create a card deck. I want to write a book. I want to make a workbook. I want to make a journal. I have so many things I want to work on, and I'm going to probably pick one that feels a bit challenging to me, like the card deck, because I'm not a graphic designer. I don't have any graphic design skills. I mean, maybe some, but they're very basic, and it's something that's been on my mind for a year. So this is something that, okay, this is, again, I want to do it, but I'm not going to overnight launch a card deck and create it. I need to give myself time to build it. So this may be an example of something that I'm working on throughout the program, but it does not mean I'm going to launch it and monetize it at the end of the eight weeks. It's to show myself, look, every week, take a 1% step towards launching this. And each time I do that, I am going to be closer to launching it. It's just getting that whole process started and feeling safe in that process with a community of people. So I'm super excited about this. There are just a few days left to enroll. Enrollment closes November 29th at midnight. And again, you can join us with the link in my show notes. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Like I said, enrollment closes November 29th at midnight. Shoot me a DM at Chelsea Rife or info at ChelseaRife.com. I hope to see you inside and stay tuned for another bonus episode coming soon.